Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. We're stepping into unknown grounds as a church. 2024 is full of so much promise and prophecy that the Lord is speaking concerning the members of every all nations amen every member of this church has a word god is speaking over you and i want your heart to be filled with gladness and excitement knowing that god has a plan for you as you step into the new year amen there's so much darkness in our world there's rumors of wars there seems to be one war after another there seems to be one farming being reported coming in. There seems to be reports of recession. There seems to be so much darkness. In Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, Arise, 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 and shine with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord, for your light has come, and the glory and the brilliance of God has risen upon thee. For in fact, darkness will cover the earth. Indeed, there is much darkness wherever we turn. And it looks like a story of gloom. And next year is also an election year, and we're asking questions, you know. But the beautiful thing in Isaiah 60 says that, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The light which has come unto us is Christ. Christ is that savior. Christ is the hope of all nations as we step into the new year. It says that lift up your eyes, verse 4, around and see. They gather together and they come to you. Your sons will come from far away and your daughters will look after at their side. Then you shall be radiant and your heart will tremble and rejoice for God is bringing the abundance of the wealth of the seas which will be brought to you and the wealth of nations shall come to you. Amen. I believe in the coming year God is going to financially bring a supply like we've not known before. Like we sang Jehovah Jireh will meet our need. Jehovah Jireh will provide in ways like we've never seen before. If you believe it, say amen. I said, if you believe it, say amen. And so for us to step into this coming year, you could look at 2023 and begin to count your victories and count how you had a, a new job and you had one breakthrough or another and you can easily get satisfied. But I'm here to say that don't get satisfied, there's more. Don't get satisfied, there's more. Don't get satisfied. Get ready to shift into this new season. Get ready to shift into what God has for you. God has a greater plan for you even in the coming year so there is a need for a necessary shift in 2024 a shift from us just reading our bibles to literally obeying and living out the scriptures you could come to church sunday after sunday and hear one message after another and guess what you would not obey the word of god the Bible says when we refuse to obey the word of God, we are becoming deceivers of our own self. So one of the shifts which must happen in 2024 is that as a body of Christ, we must decide not to be just hearers of the word, not to people who just listen to sermons, not to people who just come to church on Sunday, but become people who obey the word. You must look for scriptures to fulfill in your life. Amen. Jesus, when he came on earth, he says that, and 
he did this that it may be fulfilled in the new year you must give so that it will be fulfilled you must love so it will be fulfilled you must serve so it will be fulfilled your life must be an expression of the written word there must be a shift from a culture of just hearing to a culture of now doing and obeying the word there must be a shift from us focusing on ourselves and start focusing on the lord and his kingdom matthew 6 it says seek you first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you in the coming year there's a great temptation to begin to think about what else can i do for myself but i want to say to you the best way to live a foundation for the coming year is decide to find out how can I live for the king how can I live for the one who died and rose what is his plan for my life how can I fulfill it amen so there must be a shift from living from self to living for the Lord another one is we must shift from just coming to church I believe that the years of just only coming to church is over you cannot just come to church on Sunday and believe you're the church in 2024 we must not just only come to church we must shift and become the church become the church 24 hours a day seven days a week we are not the church we are not all nations church when we meet here on sunday we are the church of jesus christ redeemed by the blood of jesus christ and every single day god commands us to be called out and live as his body so one of the things we must come consciously into is that the church of jesus christ is not a building the church of Jesus Christ is not a social club where you come to meet your friends. The church of Jesus Christ is not a Bible club where you come to do Bible study. We are those who are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. We are called out once to fulfill the desires of the king. And so it doesn't matter where we meet. It is the meeting of one, two, three, four called out ones. In other words, we are the church not when we meet here, wherever we go, as we represent him, we are the church of Jesus Christ. And all nations must start seeing the church not as a building, but the church now as a people. We are all nations, the church redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. We must shift from making decisions based on the news and how we feel and start making decisions based on God's word. In the coming year, Christians and believers cannot continue to look to CNN and make plans. So you're getting ready to take a trip to a setting city and you watch the news and you hear of ABC taking place and all of a sudden you cancel your plans and it must not be God's will for my life. But it might be God's will for your life to go into that place so that the storm will not come. So in the coming year, we cannot take decisions based on the news and how we feel. You cannot turn one morning to your wife and say, you know, I don't feel like getting married to you anymore. So you know what? I'm going to get another girl and she's going to be my wife. In 2024, you can't live by how you feel. The word of God, the word of God, the word of God must be the standard that controls our decisions. We must take quality decisions based on the word of God. Not based on what a pastor says. Whether they are saying this pastor has done this or this pastor has done this, it doesn't matter. What matters is the word of God. If the word of God says homosexuality is a sin, it's a sin. 
if the word of God says that we should walk in righteousness, we must walk in righteousness. We cannot look down on what the word of God says. Our decisions must be based on the word of God. If the word of God says adultery and fornication is a sin, no matter what we call it, you can call it dating, you can call it I'm just trying to deal with some stress, it's still sin. And so our decisions must be based on the word of God. So in the coming year, we must try or we must relent to shift from making decisions based on how we feel so you know today do you feel like going to church no i don't feel like going to church it's so cold and i just want to stay home and so that's why you're online today you couldn't come you made a decision on how you feel so by god's grace next week wednesday we have a service right here you have the chance not to make a decision on how you feel you can come based on the word of god hallelujah amen and finally you want to shift from sitting on concern about the things of the kingdom to now becoming god's hands and legs to fulfill his purposes in the earth there are lots of people who are good to come to church on Sunday. They will never miss church on Sunday. But guess what? That's where their Christianity ends. If you make a mistake and you offend them in the middle of the week, you will get some <laughs> sound beatings. <laughs> Many Christians walk with great unforgiveness because they have not shifted and made this very important shift. What is this very important shift? It's a shift of just being unconcerned to literally participating in what it means to fulfill God's word. You must begin to shift to becoming part of God's ambassadors or God's army or God's vessel for executing his purposes. In other words, in this church, we might have a certain number of people but in the coming year you need to say i want to be part of the people who make sure that all nations is able to fulfill the god-given mandate amen i will not just come to church on sunday unconcerned i'm gonna play my role i'm gonna discover my part and i'll play my role for the fulfillment of the assignment of the king amen in haggai chapter one we see in 1 verse 4 the bible says that the lord spoke to haggai the prophet saying is it time for yourselves to live in paneled houses while the house of god stands in rooms now this is what the lord of god says consider your ways you have planted much and harvested little you have eaten and you're never had enough you have drunk and you're not filled you put on clothes but you're not warm the lord of god's of heaven says consider your way it's time to go up to the hills and bring lumber and build the house of the lord so i may take pleasure in it and be glorified one of the things i see which is very important in the coming year is that god wants to bring a shift but there are people who are just not concerned blessed are they who hunger and thirst of the righteousness for they shall be filled what happens if god comes to meet a people who are not hungry somebody says oh god will move out anyways no when the day of pentecost would come before that day would come he would command them go you into the upper room and wait if we want to see a revival if we want to see god shift on our behalf to do certain things for us we need to be in the upper room of preparation your inability to be in a place of preparation means that you are not ready for the move of god 
We need to find a way to be in that place. Second Chronicles 27 verse 6. So Jotham became mighty. I prophesy this over the church. In the coming year, God is raising mighty people in the name of Jesus. And it says Jotham became mighty because he prepared his way before the Lord. The master secret to make 2024 different from any other year is that you will not only discover the goal and the purposes of God, the Bible says, and Jotham, 2nd Chronicles, 2nd Chronicles in the Old Testament, 27 verse 6, Jotham became mighty because he prepared his way. You need to take time to prepare for the harvest you're seeking. Most Christians do not take time. They come to church and sing and shout hallelujah and do not go through a process of preparation needed to see the God-given dream they've been praying for. If you prayed for breakthrough and financial breakthrough in the coming year, you need to prepare your hands and get a job so God can bring you financial breakthrough. Oh, you did not like that. I know. <laughs> Without preparation, we will not see the answers to our prayer. And so, even though I'm speaking about shift, I want to talk about three things, and that's my message for today. Three things you need. I was praying, God said, give this three keys to my people so they can transition, so they can shift, so they can have victory in the coming year. I want to talk about three things that we want to put in place so we'll not just be a church which sings hallelujah and on Monday we can't pay our rent. We will not be a church who says God is the God who heals us and we're struggling with so much sickness because we do not prepare ourselves for divine health. And so I want to talk about three keys. The first key is the key of assessing your strength. Strength is the first key. If in the coming year you're going to shift into the purposes of God, you need to take time and assess your strengths and your weaknesses. You can't presume to have a full tank and start driving all the way to Atlanta when your tank is left with 10 gallons. Most Christians are ready. I'm ready for 2024 and have not taken time to fill their tank. You need to learn to assess what your strengths are for the thing you're looking for. So you must not underestimate or overestimate what your strengths and weaknesses are. Most Christians are oblivious to their strengths and weaknesses. So you come to say, oh, God has spoken to me to start a business, but you know nothing about administration. What you need to do if you have assessed your strength was that you either learn administration or find someone who knows administration so you can have an effective business. Most Christians do not take the time in preparation to assess what their strengths and weaknesses are. And in 2024, we're going to use the key in everything we believe God wants to do for us. We will assess what our current strengths and weaknesses are. What are the things that I have and what are the things I don't have? So you need to assess what your physical strength is, that you, the physical thing that you need, the physical ability you need to fulfill the God-given purpose. It's not all about spiritual strength. Bible says by wisdom a house is built. But how many people know we need some wood? Oh yes. And we need those who can cut some wood to make sure the house is built. 
So most people are praying, God, give me wisdom. God gives you wisdom, but you don't know no woodcutters. You don't know where the wood is. And therefore, you never build anything. You need to assess what physical things you need to fulfill the God-given vision. It doesn't matter what you believe God is giving you the new year. If you do not take time to assess what physical strength you need. Some of us need physical, we need to go back to school. Oh yes. You need to go back to school. You want a promotion? Go back to school. Get the skill needed so that when the time comes for promotion, you can step right in. Are you listening to me? It's so important if we will see a shift in the coming year. We need to take time and assess what our physical strength is. Also, Isaiah 52 verse 1 shows a startling revelation. If you've been asleep, this is the time to wake up. Isaiah 52 verse 1. Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall come unto you no more the uncircumcised and the unclean. The Bible shows us something very interesting. It says that when it comes to spiritual strength, you don't just pray for it. See it in your Bible. You know, Paul says, after doing all things to stand, stand ye therefore. Paul speaks in the language where there's a personal responsibility in harnessing the strength of God. So, in Isaiah 52 verse 1, it says, awake, awake, put on your strength. Most Christians are weeping and crying and are saying that I need help. Pastor Leo, you know, I don't have anyone to help me. And I prayed and I've I prayed and I've fasted and I've done everything, but I don't know what else to do. Isaiah 52, verse 1 says that awake, awake, and you put it on. And he compares it to a beautiful garment. Most Christians have not learned how to put on the strength of God. You pray, God give me a breakthrough, God give me a breakthrough, but they don't know how to put on the strength of God, which comes through Christ Jesus. So in the coming year, I want you to decide, rise up from being a victim to become a champion in every arena of your life where you've been held captive and put on the power of the Holy Ghost. We have access to the power of the Holy Spirit and God has put it on how do you put it on by faith we learn to engage the strength of God by prayer we put on the strength of God and so I want us to do an activation right now what an activation is is literally like a declaration I want you to think about something that you've struggled to deal with in 2023 and right now we're going to employ the powers of the world to come the power of the holy spirit and you're going to repeat after me and we're going to say some words and we're going to say by this we are putting on our strength and we're going to step out and see victory are you ready church say after me say in the name of jesus oh say it like you believe it say in the name of jesus i put on the strength of jesus christ i put on the power of the holy spirit and i address the situation and I declare I will have victory in the coming year. Say it again. In the name of Jesus. I put on the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. I put on the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare to this situation which has held me captive. That I will no more be bound. 
I will step forth into the victory that the Lord has promised me, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now, Psalm 50 verse 2, the Bible says that out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined forth. Psalm 50 verse 2. So one of the things we talk about the glory of God, the glory of God, the glory of God. One of the things God wants to do is he wants to shine forth out of a group of people called Zion. You and me are the people God has chosen to shine forth in the coming year. The world is full of much darkness, but you and me are the light of the world. And in the coming year, he's saying that I want to shine forth through you. I want to shine forth through Celine. I want to shine forth through Amma. I want to shine forth through anyone who will make himself available to me. So in the coming year, I want you to believe God that he will cause his glory to shine forth through your life, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, so that's the first one. The first one is assessing your strength and seeing the strength of God come forth through your life. The second one we want to talk about is we want to talk about the second S, which is how do I actually get to this goal? What is the system that I need to get in place so I can achieve this God-given dream. Most Christians love wishing, hoping, and just praying for their goals to be met. You will not magically move into your brand new home in the coming year. You need a system. You will not magically have the promotion at work. You need to find the right system you have to go through. It's a discipline. It's a system you need to put yourself through so that you can achieve the God-given dream. You will not magically raise your good kids without putting in a good godly system at home. Without the right system, we will not achieve anything. Luke 16 verse 8, the Lord spoke to the unjust steward saying, because he has done wisely, it seems the children of this world are wiser than the children of light. One of the things that baffles me over my years of being a Christian is that most Christians talk spiritually that God said and God will do. But when you read your Bible, every time God spoke, he released forth an instruction, he released forth a system. My question from everyone who says he's a Christian who is believing for God to help him to establish anything here on earth as it is in heaven is that what instruction, what system did he give you? Without systems, we will not. A system is a particular way of doing things. Normally, you will realize that there is a system to have an effective banking system so for a bank to be established in a location they will find the right location they put in the computer systems they'll hire the right kind of staff so that they'll begin to market and get clients to come in so they can be successful if god has given you a god-given dream there is a system there's a structure most christians do not like the word system and structure because it pokes holes and it shows how shallow our spirituality is Every time God spoke to people, 
Every time God gave direction, he gave a system. This is how you will do it. So in the coming year, whatever you believe God to help you to fulfill, you need to ask God, how are we doing this? How are we doing this, Lord? What's the system? What is the system I have to put in place? We see something very interesting in the Bible. In the Bible, whenever God will speak to someone, we will see a principle which we see in Matthew 6 verse 10. Let's look at it. In Matthew 6 verse 10, the Bible says Jesus praying, he says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It seems that in heaven, there are patterns, there are templates, there are systems, there are structures that Christians need to tap into. So Jesus comes and says, begin to pray and say, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. My question is, whatever God is asking you to do, there is a system, there's a template in heaven, there's a God way of doing it. We need to take time to discover the godly system. We see when God set up the earth, he set a pattern, he set up a system of day and night. If not, guess what? There will never be a day, there will never be a night, there will never be happy new year because God did not set up a system. When the Lord set up the seas in Proverbs 8, 29, and he gave the sea a boundary so the waters will not overstep his command. And he marked out the foundations of the earth. One of the reasons why the seas do not overflood their bounds, of course, apart from the time of Noah when God released the waters to come upon the earth, is that God set a system. In science, we call that gravity and inertia. By gravity and inertia, the, the, the waters will, will be able to recede after they come forth. God honors systems, but Christians don't. In the coming year, you must begin to ask God, what systems are you anointing me to build? And I want to use an example. God can give you a pattern for your marriage. God can give you a pattern or a system for how to live your life, how to run your ministry, how to be a good parent, how to be a good leader. There are systems, there are systems, there are systems for every God-given instruction. You must discover the system if in the new year you're going to fulfill the God-given purpose. And so, I want to share something which will be a blessing. Using the example of the ark, in the coming year, God is going to use us to build arks. In the Bible, Genesis chapter 6, we see... Can I come down? Come on, okay. In Genesis chapter 6, we see God speak to a man called Noah. And he speaks to Noah to build an ark. And the vision of the ark is to preserve, is to build a system, a structure that can preserve the whole world. The first kind of system that God was going to cause people to begin to set up in the coming year. Witty inventions, witty systems to preserve a global world. There's coming floods, there are coming wars, there are coming troubles like we've never seen before. But God is raising men like Noah in this church. He is giving you the blueprint, he's giving you a system to build an ark. To build a system that can preserve a whole nation, that can preserve the whole Tallahassee, that can preserve different groups of people. Noah was able to establish a system that even the ants were preserved. 
Will it not be beautiful that someone would get a beautiful invention to help the endangered species of the world to be preserved in what's coming? It will be so beautiful. So God is going to anoint us to build arcs like Noah. A system which can bring global preservation. The next kind of ark we see in Exodus. Let's look at it. In Exodus, God speaks to a woman. Exodus chapter 2, if I'm right. He speaks to Moses' mother to build an ark or build what we call a little ark. So in Exodus chapter 2, verse 3, the Bible says, And when she could no longer hide him, she made a basket of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch and put the baby in the basket and laid it in the reeds at the bank of the river. The word papyrus is the same word which was used for the ark. And so the second kind of ark we see is that God begins to raise people to build systems to preserve their family. Have you wondered why we've cried out to the government and our families have been become bread for the enemy? God in 2024 is raising people and giving you anointings to set up systems to save the family system of our nation. God is raising people like Moses' mother to become mothers and fathers again. Responsible for a child who could not defend himself. There are people in this church God is raising as mentors in the coming year because you can look because of how long you've tarried on the earth. You can see into the destiny of some of our young children or even to the destiny of things going to happen in our nation. And guess what? You need to rise up as a mother and father and create an arch system for the preservation for the generation coming. This system will not be created by the government. It's only the church like Moses' mother who are anointed to create an ark system for the preservation of the deliverers, of the revivalists, of those who will change society tomorrow. They don't even know who they are. They have no idea, but God will give you wisdom to set up a structure, to set up a program, to set up something that will help develop their talent till the time where they can fulfill their God-given purpose. Amen. And then, of course, the last one, which I, I love so much, Second Samuel 6, verse 3 to 7, the last ark we see in the Bible. And all this is because in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11, there's actually an ark in heaven. So there's an ark in heaven, there's a temple in heaven, and God instructs people to build something similar upon the earth. And so in Exodus, uh, my last verse for this one is in Exodus, we see first, uh, second Samuel 6, verse 3 to 7. The Lord speaks to the Israelites to build an ark of the covenant. The third kind of system which we must build, the third type of ark we must build in the coming year is a system to host the glory of God. The glory of God does not just appear. For the glory of God to appear, the Bible says God spoke to Moses in, we see it in Exodus 37, 1 and 2. It says, speak to Bezalel to carve a special ark where my presence can come forth. How many people want to see the glory of God in the coming year? Let the Lord begin to guide you on practices or on systems you can put in place so you can see his glory. Amen. And my last point for this one is that 
for us to see a shift in the coming year, we need the God-giving strategy. There is a right strategy that brings results. And we need to begin to pray to God for what physical strategies we need to deploy in the coming year to see God's best for us. And finally, we need to pray for the God-given spiritual strategies to deploy in the coming year. The God-given spiritual strategy, my last verse for today, 1 John 5 verse 4. Irrespective of what would come in the coming year, God's spiritual strategy he's giving us is called faith. Turn to someone and say faith. We need to begin to feed our faith and begin to grow in faith so that we can bring forth the purposes of God. And so in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, as I close, it said, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Church of Jesus Christ, all nations, it's time for you to build up your faith. It's time for you to arise up in faith as God's strategy. As we come into the coming year, it's time for us to shift into this new season. And one of the first things we are going to do is assess our strength. And then we will find the right God-given systems and then the God-given strategy so that we can fulfill the purposes of God for our lives. Let's stand to our feet and pray. I want us to begin to pray and say to the Lord, show me the right strategy show me the places that have been blindsided as weakness that the devil seems to come through again and again and cause me not to see your purposes fulfilled in my life and then pray Lord what are the systems I can put in place what are the systems I can put in place and finally Lord help our unbelief most of us have not believed the purposes of God but God had a plan for us and in the coming here it says rise up in faith take up the shield of faith that you will quench all the devices of the enemy it doesn't matter what device the enemy will rise about against the church take up the shield of faith take up the shield of faith let faith rise up in your hearts it's time to grow up and stand up in faith as God's given strategy to receive his purposes. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this message. As we shift even into this new season, prepare us by your Holy Spirit. Give us your revelation of what our weaknesses are and what our strengths are show us the right strategy and lord help us to set up the right systems to set up the right boundaries to set up the right structures so we can birth the promises of god we ask for the help of the holy spirit right now lord send help to us in the name of jesus as we step into the new year let the help of the lord come upon us even in the name of jesus we thank you with thanksgiving amen and as Tom sings, I want to say God bless you. Thanks for standing us with us throughout the year 2023. And we look forward to seeing you in 2024. We have our first service in this auditorium on Wednesday. I want to encourage you to be here with us. God bless you. We're going to sing our, our song of revival as we leave this place. Say hi to someone. God bless you for coming. You made it to the end of the message. And now what? 
Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.